0: hello welcome to codependent and shit conscious dating and relating from a former crazy girl what's gucci gang (laughs) what's up guys um hope things are well it's december that's cool like 2021 is ending so like Good. It's the worst year of my life. I'm not even kidding. I've said that a lot of times. I'm sure we all have. We always like, how could any year get worse than some of the years you you go through? But this one really, you know, five, four or five people died. Um I'm it's just crazy. The world is fucked. I don't know what's even going on. It's scary. I honestly want to just move to the middle of nowhere. And just straight up be a housewife. I don't care anymore about any of this. This is scary times. I'm not even going to talk about all that shit. But I'm sure everyone else is feeling the same anxiety and just utter confusion and despair over the current situation of, you know, you know what's going on. I don't want to say any specific words. Because I'll get shadow banned or something. Anyways, that's not what this episode's about. Um, This episode's about something that needs to be talked about. Especially if you're in the self-healing community sphere. You know, whatever. You're into that stuff. Which a lot of people are. Because the the great thing about social media and... How connected we are with our phones is um, the change. It's it's brought about societal changes. I think, at least you know where I'm located. Around, I know other countries too because I see my listeners like in Canada and stuff. Y'all listen. Um, it's really brought about this era of self awareness and self healing. It's become very prevalent um, to do inner work. And it's great. It's, it's monumental. Like, our parents and our grandparents all needed this type of stuff. But there wasn't even any awareness of what this really was. Um, or even, like, psychology and how psychology was so useful. and and necessary, and I won't even say psychology, I'm going to say spiritual psychology, because I firmly believe this kind of healing stuff that I talk about, that a lot of other people talk about on social media, like Holistic Psychologist, and Create the Love, and accounts I've mentioned, they're really, this work is like spiritual psychology, I wouldn't call it standard psychology. I mean, there's some standard psychology principles, but it's it's another level. But it's self healing. Um and what I would I like to refer to as as healing with God, it's self-healing, but you are also co-healing with God. God is a part of this, your higher power is a part of this. And I think that you have to have a a dual relationship with your healing of this stuff. Anyways, with it being so prevalent, it's also, of course, thrown in chaos some people have been get over identification with the labels this is something i've talked about in older episodes it's there's always too much of something there's oversaturation with anything you overindulge and there's you can overindulge in anything and then if you overindulge if you don't have a healthy balance it becomes toxic it's like anything sex, drugs, food, um, relationships, uh, overworking, gambling, you know, shit like that. You can overdo it and then it's toxic. Is Are those things inherently sh- bad for you? No. But can they be? Yes. So can self-development. So can healing. And so can these labels, like codependent. But a big one I want to talk about is narcissism. I don't know who needs to hear this besides myself recently, which is my greatest, you know, realization to myself. Everyone isn't a narcissist. I'm going to say it again. Everybody isn't a narcissist, okay? There's just actually no way that everyone's a narcissist. Just because someone pisses you off, just because someone doesn't. React in the way you think they should react to something maybe you expressed a feeling or emotion you thought here's an example your partner you're having a a sad day you're emotional about something right and let's say you're female you probably are because we're fucking emotional and you're expecting your partner to react in a certain way to your emotion and they don't and they're just kind of dismiss they're a little dismissive they kind of try to like you know offer um consolus consolus is not even a fucking word I just made that word up Solace. is that even the right word who cares anyways and you're like oh my god he's telling narcissist he doesn't know how to have empathy oh, no maybe that's not the case maybe you are are just having an expectation of how you might handle that and because they didn't handle it how you would or you wanted them to you've decided they're narcissists but really they're just a different person and you can't put people in a box and they're offering their they're offering what they can men aren't good with emotions if you can't really expect your partner to be that like of course you want that I want that too I've always wanted that with people I was dating but a lot of men aren't that's not really their forte to be you know comforting you maybe need to go to someone else that for the for that and you don't have to villainize your partner or the person for not reacting in the way you want it that's everyone's different it doesn't make them a fucking narcissist or everyone likes to call their someone they dated a narcissist he was a narcissist she was a narcissist just because they didn't like you or you didn't didn't work or you weren't right for each other it doesn't make them a fucking narcissist um I'm I'm guilty of this man. I'm quick to call everyone a narcissist. And it's not helpful because you want to know what happens when you start over identifying with labeling everyone as a narcissist is when you do meet some you meet you can't even be present, okay? In your in your relationships. Say you meet someone new. You're always going to be looking for those for those flags. Like Everything they do, and I'm telling you this because this is what i've I realize I'm doing in my new relationship that I'm in, okay everything he does that is seemingly actually not bad it's a lot of good things I'm like oh, is he is he is he love bombing me can't someone can't even be nice and do nice things for me without me thinking I'm being love bombed because I'm just looking for the sign oh he's a nurse. is he a narcissist did he just say that because he's a narcissist? he'll say something sweet he'll he'll do something and I'm like does he mean that or is he is he a narcissist he's manipulating me that's fucking madness i can't even enjoy someone being good to me because i'm so i'm looking for proof proof because i have this belief it's always a belief there's always a belief underneath this shit that everyone that narcissists are everywhere and that everyone's a narcissist and this is a dumb belief i created It's bullshit. It's not true. Everyone's not a fucking narcissist. That's a really gnarly thing to be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. Um, and we go around diagnosing people like with no, no, no right. We don't. We're not. We don't know. You dated them for a few months. You don't know if they're fucking narcissist. Or you know, saying our parents or whatever. That's different. I guess we might have a better viewpoint on our parents and people in our immediate family but I think the label's just thrown out too much and it's honestly it's not helpful when it's over kill like I'm sick of scrolling on social media and seeing so much content about narcissists and narcissism because it makes me start to have anxiety I'm, I'm like I'll have like a day where I'm not thinking my boyfriend's a narcissist or potentially a narcissist and then I'll see something and I'll be like some some girl I know is convinced she dated a narcissist now she's posting narcissist content and now I'm like oh well if they're so common my, my, my boyfriend is a narcissist like I it's fucking madness and I it's taking away from me being able to enjoy my relationship my new relationship and it's it's fucked up. that's fucked up that's stupid you're not being present If you start dating someone new and you have suspicions and they're not, like, screaming red, I would just, honestly, just take a step back with the labels and the looking for signs and just lean into just trying to be present. And if this person is a narcissist, in time you will know. But there's no way to know yet, so don't ruin the early stages By jumping to conclusions that you don't have enough info yet for. it's That's another form of self-sabotage. That's something I need to touch on too. Fucking self-sabotage. It is a sneaky bastard. Okay? Every time I'm in a situation with someone. I mean, it doesn't even matter if they're toxic or not. If they're seemingly good though. I will self-sabotage. And it's so sneaky because it comes up. Cause mine, my, my latest was I'm finding reasons why he's a narcissist because that will make it easier for me to push him away. If I can just confirm he's he's a he's a sneaky narcissist. It doesn't really love me. Like like that'll save me from getting hurt, ever getting hurt. I can just push him away. I can I can get out of this. Cause I, um, oh, being in a committed relationship again is push is testing every part of me. I so it's just so foreign to me to to be monogamous and not be in a situationship and be getting effort every day and it's it's a um, it's great I love it but I also have so much resistance still to it it's so fucked up how hard it is for me to just let someone love me and not try to fucking ruin it behind the scenes in my mind um but with that being said like this whole um is everyone a narcissist thing it's really <laughs> integral to look at your own shit okay with this whole you're he's a narcissist she's a narcissist it's a lot of finger pointing it's a lot of finger pointing and it's a lot of victim victimization you're it's really it's really easy to just make yourself a victim. That's what everyone's default is at first. Usually, the default is I'm, I'm a victim. And this is something I had to humble myself recently and this year. And my new boyfriend has put me in check about. I'm not going to lie. Like, I saw a meme. Not a meme. You know, it's a dumb post on social media. And, like in recent months it said something about like if he's not calling you out or she's not calling you out on your shit they're not the one and I can honestly say that my boyfriend calls me out on my shit because I am so quick to point the finger and be like you're toxic you're a narcissist everyone's you know and I don't take accountability for my own actions you need to when you start feeling yourself pointing the finger think about what you do and even specific things that your partner or this person does. Do you do those things too? You really, you really need to ask yourself. Because everything I notice I get triggered by, by my boyfriend, is shit I do. I do the same exact things. He is literally a mirror of me. And I'm like, wait a sec. I do that. Wait a sec. I do that. Wait a sec. Am I a narcissist? Like, seriously, like, all of the things are things I do. So how am I a victim here? I'm part of it. If it bothers me, if I see it as an issue, it's I do it too, and I'm part of the issue. Accountability. Calling other people narcissists is an easy way out of taking any accountability for your role. It's more than likely that you're also toxic. you got to humble yourself and realize you're toxic too. We're all, we're all toxic in some way. We all have work to do. Everybody. I don't care how fucking perfect your childhood was. I don't care if your parents were the most securely attached loving uh, transparent validating people you're still gonna have your shit everyone's got her shit and there's no way around it and accountability self-accountability radical self-accountability is so important humble yourself and realize yo maybe i'm toxic too because that's the game changer and i highly recommend finding someone that will call you out on your shit cuz it's it's been really like i said just humbling i'm like yo i'm not a victim i i've <laughs> i've been in a cycle of getting into situationships um with people the last 10 years you know we party we drink together and then i come to the conclusion they're an alcoholic or they're a toxic drunk they're a bad drunk they get drunk and they have a drinking problem and we have issues because when they drink I was that was my story for years it's them it's the guy I can drink no bitch I cannot at least especially not excuse me in 2021 since my mom died I went full-blown like back to my roots like crazy girl when I would drink I am not a victim. I get, when I drink and I hit that, you know, drunks, I get drunk. I'm a problem too. I'm not easy to deal with. I'm probably annoying. I'm feisty. Um, I'm not, I'm not a victim. I'm part of the problem. So instead of pointing all the fingers at everyone else, I had to really look at myself. Are they perfect? No. But are you perfect? No. We all got shit to do, so it's a work in progress, and I just think it's it's not helpful to get so obsessed with these fucking labels, man. Like, yeah, my podcast is called Codependent and Shit, but, like, do I want... You are anybody to obsess over codependency every day, day in and day out and obsess over how you're going to heal this or heal anything, heal your attachment style because you can go down the rabbit hole with anything in self-development and this healing stuff. You could go down the attachment theory rabbit hole. I've done it. I've been through all the rabbit holes. There's just a level of awareness that becomes too much where you're putting your whole life around it and you're not being present. And you're constantly in a state of, I'm not good enough yet. I'm still not good enough yet. I'm still not fixed. I'm still not healed. And you're never actually enjoying the moment or the day because you're stuck in the same cycle and hamster wheel of healing. Hey, I need to heal. I need to heal. Oh my God, how do I work on this today? Oh my God, I have to work through this trauma today. Just relax. This is like where I think God comes into this. The higher power. Because this is where... I felt the weight off my shoulders once I, which this is my personal path. I'm not advocating do what I'm doing, but I'm a Christian and I surrendered to what I believe is God. And you know what? I felt a weight off my shoulders when I became a follower of Jesus Christ because I realized I don't have to fix myself. Like, yeah, there's footwork, but there's a supernatural um, power that also is assisting and I don't really know how to explain that unless you feel it and you you felt it if you felt the surrender but I felt this weight of like oh my god I don't have to I can get off the hamster wheel the hamster wheel I was in when I was into new age spirituality when I was into yoga tarot cards um doing medicine circles and moon circles and women's gatherings and spending all this money and just obsessed with healing obsessed with elevating higher obsessed with vibrating higher and obsessed with manifestation of these physical things that would never actually make me happy um I was obsessed with healing and it's a hamster wheel and when I became a Christian I just let that all go and I I weighed off my shoulders I'm still healing but it's just different it's just different and I I don't know I when I was a new age when I was into all that juju woo woo there wasn't a lot of God. There was a lot of just self-obsession. It was all about me, 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 me. I never, yeah, we we would call God Source and we'd acknowledge Source sometimes, but it, wasn't, it really didn't have much to do with Source. It was not about Source. It was about ourselves. And anyway, I'm not going to go down that right now, but I just want to say that, that <clears throat> it helps me let go of the labels when I started leaning into God and trusting that there's a higher power that wants the best for me. That is, I'm loved by unconditionally. And honestly, when you first hear those things and you've never had any concept of God in your life, it sounds so silly and stupid. But I swear to God, if you just keep drilling it enough and start trying to believe it, you can get down past that wall and believe it. And then that's when you really feel a change. Like, you've got to just get past that mental resistance against God. But... I'm not trying to make this episode about God. I'm sorry. But I've, I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. My personal recommendation for anybody listening to my show. And anybody that wants to heal this stuff. Is find your higher power and make it a part of your life. Make it a part of your healing journey. Tell your higher power that you want to co-heal. You want to co-heal. You you You're willing. You thank them. God. Whatever your God is for bringing this stuff to your awareness and now you can heal it but don't don't slide don't 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 go overboard because once you go overboard you go into deception you get on the hamster wheel and you're not being present you're not enjoying your life you're obsessed with fixing yourself but in that process you're just hurting yourself more because you're living in a state of i'm not enough i'm not enough i'm still not enough i'm still not enough you are enough you are so that's kind of all I wanted to really touch on in this episode. It's just this over obsession with narcissism. Everyone's a narcissist. It's just, it's just old. I'm. I need to unfollow accounts on Instagram because this shit is getting annoying. It gives me anxiety. I'm like, I'm having a good day. Why did I read this? I was having a good day, and now I'm like, oh, no, is my boyfriend a narcissist? Like, why can't you just fucking chill? Well, chill out even the holistic 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 psychologist is i don't know her her vibes throwing me off lately i don't know what's going on i'm just paranoid maybe all right well i hope you guys are doing good i hope you are wrapping up your year and realizing what needs to change what doesn't and if you're having crazy changes in your life hope you're i hope you're giving yourself grace with it because Change is gnarly on your physical and your emotional. It's insane. It's really hard. So give yourself grace while you're in changes, cause they're so necessary. But that doesn't mean it's easy process. But nothing good in life is easy. Nothing good and nothing good comes from being comfortable. You can't stay. I mean, yeah, for a bit. But the best things come from getting out of your comfort zone. So get fucking uncomfortable. Let's get uncomfortable. 2022. I'm going to get uncomfortable as fuck. All right. All right. I love you guys. Um, I'm going to try to record next week. I'm trying to be more consistent. You know. But, you know, I'm still navigating. The holidays without my mom is already already sad. Um, I don't think it's like... I don't miss the recent years like i feel like every year around christmas since me and my son's dad uh parted ways i hated the holidays because i would just be like oh my single mom broken family is just like highlighted times 10 because i see all these family pictures and uh, and i'm going to go spend christmas with my toxic mom and my sister and with my kid and i don't even want to do that i don't even want to be around them but i have to because it's like my only family and i would just hate christmas i would usually drink through Christmas, and, um, so part of me is like, wow, I don't have to do that stuff anymore, and now I have a man in my life right now, so it's just a lot of change, but I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm in, definitely in grief and mourning, because the childhood Christmas has come up to your memory, you know, I don't know if you, anyone, you know, lost a parent or, or a sibling or something, and you, the holiday season just makes you think of maybe those early days when things were good, not so shitty and toxic and... or maybe our minds just only remember the good, but it's just weird to have someone in your life for so long and then your first holiday season without them. It's just... it's hard. So I'm doing what I have to do to get through, um, starting new traditions um, and also having boundaries. Like, I'm not even going to go force myself to be around any family... Or anybody, I don't want really want to be around because I'm the best I can do is just get through this first year. Even though I heard the second year's harder, I don't know how that's possible. But God, grief is so fucked up, man. Okay. Anyone, else, any of else of you, if you're going through grief, if you lost someone this year, I'm right there with you. This shit is brutal. Grief, grief is like a drug. I swear, it's a drug, and it's different for everyone. It's like this this demon thing in you that you have to different for everyone manifest differently you do weird things it's just weird but anyways okay i'm gonna wrap this up thank you guys for listening i love you guys so much write me leave me a review please um love you bye